Welcome, friends, to Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter. We bring you the greatest female voices in the music industry, from the artists, songwriters, and producers, to managers and executives, and all the women who make the music industry what it is today. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, friends, to another episode of Crazy Women Country. Today, we're here with the amazing Danny Nichols. How are you doing? I'm very well. Thank you. <laughs> so glad you're here today. So I'm going to ask, how's the weather in England? Because I know where I am. We talked about this before. It's hot and sticky and gross because it's Florida, but still. The weather. Yeah, that's yeah, very quite a British thing to do, talk about the weather. And today it was crazy weather. It was very very warm and sunny one moment and then we had two or three hailstones some torrential downpours and then hot again so you just never know <laughs> it was a bit weird but yeah so maybe my theory I was trying to send the warm weather to someone the other day maybe that was kind of it because we've had that we don't have the hail but we have the rain and the hot and... yeah, yeah it's maybe strange one but oh. well we'd love to start off with the most difficult question ever Okay. Okay. <laughs> who, is, who is Danny Nichols? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> who is Danny Nichols? Um, well, I, I'm, I'm not going to answer in third person because that'd be weird. But um, <laughs> I am uh, a, a singer songwriter from, um, from a small town in England called Bedford in the county of Bedfordshire. Um, and are you, are you looking for more like facts or a bit more, you know? However you want to introduce yourself. Yeah. Maybe you're a singer songwriter. Maybe you're just yeah. crazy. Yeah, whatever you want to. Yeah, yeah. I'm a singer songwriter. <laughs> I'm a complete and utter nerd, nerdy geek. I love um, uh, history and um, and that kind of thing. I love, I'm an, I, I like doing art. I do a lot of printmaking stuff. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, at my core, I'm, I'm, singer-songwriter from a small town in England. <laughs> That's it. Um, yeah. Is that, does that That's answer? Perfect. There's, obviously, yeah. there's more to me than that, but like we just started. So I'm just going to like keep it pretty chill. For- That's fine. That's fine. And by the time we come on for another interview, you're just going to be like going off and telling us everything you've done in the past yeah. week. And, you know, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> it's cool. all good. Oh. So you just recently had a new release, though. I would like to mention that because uh, Little Fictions has such a cinematic effect. I'm like, the first time I heard it, I was like, I need to write like this manuscript for this song because we need this in a movie. Like, that was my feel. I was just uh, like, hey, yeah. I mean, that would be good. Yeah, it did come out pretty big. Uh, um, and I, th- yeah, I think I heard it in my head that way. I actually, uh, when I first wrote the song with my uh, friend, Rebecca Powell, we did not have two key changes, um, but um, I just, when I was singing it, I wanted it to become more and, and the emotion, I wanted it to, to just be bigger and bolder. So I added a, a couple of modulations in there. And then when it was that big, I was like, well, we're going to need a whole orchestra. So, um, but we, we settled with a, with a string, uh, you know, string section, um, uh, which is something I hadn't done before really in that way. And it really has come out um, you know 
very cinematically. So um, maybe one day it'll end up in a film. That would be pretty cool. Work on that. I'll get on that right now. Great. Thanks. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) But what was, what was your inspiration behind that? Now I know that was written during the, was that written early in the pandemic time in 2020? Um, uh, February, 2020. So So right before. just a few weeks. And honestly, I remember, you know, the, those blissfully ignorant, like uh, you know, innocent times of not knowing what was about to come. Uh, you know, there was a little, a few things in the, the news, but, you know, we, we just didn't know what was about to hit us. And um, we wrote that song. Yeah. Just a few weeks before that, that first lockdown really kicked in. Um, and we, yeah, it's kind of s- spooky really, because some of the lyrics I feel are, you know, quite prophetic. Like they, if just a few weeks later, were had a whole different meaning from what we <laughs> intended. Um, certain lines, like um, "I'm sick of this place, I've got to get out." Um, at the time, meant something very different. But like a few weeks later, I was singing them on live live streams, thinking, "No, really." Um, so um, and yeah. Um, the song sort of deals with uh, st- struggling with um, self-doubt and, you know, those, those, those voices that can come and sort of de- derail us. And um, certainly when we all got locked down and all of our, you know, lives were turned upside down and, and, and work um, stopped, you know, work stopped and, and life changed. And, um, and then the song was about, those sort of doubts um, and trying um, trying not to um, beat myself up about not being productive or not writing a new album or not, you know, through, I struggled with that the whole, the whole time. A lot of my friends were really writing beautiful songs and albums, putting it out on, you know, books. And, and I was very, obviously very happy for them, but I was like, Oh, nothing's happening for me. Um, I did not have a very um, productive lockdown. It's changed. It's changed now. It's starting to come, but I think I was just too overwhelmed um, with everything that, that was going on. And I, I just wasn't processing things um, in real time, but um, yeah. Sorry, I've wobbled on and I can't remember exactly oh, no. what you said. But. <laughs> no, no, that was perfect. I mean, that that's fine because you're right. And then that's the one thing about with the lockdowns in general. I mean, and I, and I say that because now England and Europe and other places, even New Zealand, New Zealand finally, I think, has the clear to travel, right? After they're on their last lockdown, I think, just recently. Yeah, yeah. So, that, yeah. It's, it's been crazy, you know, and the U.S., obviously, they we barely had lockdowns. I mean, we had lockdowns, but I think they were different yeah. in yeah, the U.S. is just a little weird sometimes and things, but you know, it's good. Everyone's different. Every yeah, everyone's different, and yeah, what yeah, crazy yeah. time. We were, <laughs> we had like three different lockdowns, and um, yeah, you know, you couldn't. There was no sh- shops. You were you were allowed to go for one daily walk, and it was just oh, it was, yeah, it was crazy. But um, that's part I didn't get was the, the walking. So I'm like, wait, if everyone's walking and they're walking separately apart, like you know, no one's near each other. I don't see the issue. They should be able to go for multiple walks. It's fine. Like, come on. This isn't yeah. prison, you know. I'm just saying. It got crazier and crazier. But, um, yeah, we got through it. So, you know, yeah. it's all good. But, um, yeah. So, 
<laughs> who are we'll change the subject totally who are some of the women that inspired you, you to do music oh so many oh wow um gosh well I I often say that the reason I picked up the acoustic guitar is because I became 100% completely obsessed with Susanna Vega when I was um gosh 15 maybe um and I yeah I really loved Susanna Vega and so um I traded a couple I could never play the keys I just had these keyboards and I was like I'm never gonna so, so I traded them in for an acoustic guitar and started um started learning uh, and yeah so she was like probably one of my fa- favorite um early influences um Eva Cassidy and then Cheryl Crow and um Carol King was a big one as well um yeah yeah there were a ton but yeah um, there's some great ones and I think yeah. it's the first time I've heard out of an interview someone say Susan Vega because I mean yeah. I loved her I think just in general and I don't think yeah. people realize besides Luca and Tom Steiner all the other stuff she's done like you know beautiful oh, the queen and the soldier is like just this epic um oh epic tale and the melody and the finger style and she was my first folk gig that I went like real gig gig that I ever ever went to um I'd been to the big pop arena arena shows you know the Spice Girls and take that and all that but um my dad's girlfriend took me she was a big Suzanne Vega fan which is how I I discovered her and she took me to my first show and I stood middle center and just looked up and I just it was just the most incredible feeling I you know transcendent I just couldn't believe she was there and making that music in my ears for real and just watching her play and um yeah it was it was amazing and I just that was it I was like this is the life I want this is it this is all I ever want to do forever and ever so um Thanks, Suzanne. <laughs> That's beautiful. So would you like to do our 20 crazy questions? All right. Oh, gosh. Okay. Yeah. But should they be short or like, can I elaborate or are they quick fire? You can elaborate. Some of them you should elaborate on, I would think. Um, okay. And of course, I promise there's nothing here that will get us arrested yet. Okay. Well, <laughs> see what we can do about that. Okay, great. <laughs> Okay, as long as you promise to protect me. I'm not a fighter, so, you know. Oh, me neither. Uh-uh. Oh, but we might be in trouble then. It's okay. Yeah. There's two of us, so maybe. Maybe it'll work. <laughs> it'll so what is your the current song that you like to either rock out to or chill out to? Oh, um, any of the songs on my Devitri's new album. Um, oh, what's it called? Violet Light. Um, the just beautiful. I'm ch- I'm chilling out to Maya's um, new record. Um, is a record okay, or does it need to be a song? No, record's good. That's fine. Okay. What is the last thing you've read? Um, in its complete form, or could it be something I'm reading now? It could be something you're reading now. Okay, I'm I'm slowly getting through um, Ernest Shackleton's. Um, book that he wrote after coming back and surviving his Antarctic um, exploration. It's fascinating. Oh, I can't wonderful. remember what it's called. Yeah. 
I'm going to have to check that out now. It sounds good. I'll have to go and see what it's called. <laughs> Ernest Shackleton's oh. book. You know the one. Okay. You'll have to message me later and tell me what it's called then. I will. Okay. Tell us, what are the top two concerts you've ever been to? Top two? Ooh. Mm-hmm. Oh, there are so many concerts. <laughs> that's, so that's why we give you two chances because, you know, you, yeah, can't, you well, say one and you're like, no, we should have said this one, so at least two. Um, well, I've already mentioned the Suzanne Vega one, which was fairly life-changing, mm-hmm. but we'll put that aside. Um, Brandy Carlisle at the Concord um, in Brighton, which is this tiny, tiny little venue. Um, and I was already at the height of my fandom and it was a small venue and she and the twins just rocked it. And I, yeah, it was amazing. Um, and oh, so many Gillian Welsh and Dave Rawlings also in Brighton at the Dome. Um, just their quiet, you know, under like understated majesty which is like really just right there in my face it was amazing wonderful well tell us what job would you be terrible at (laughs) that's amazing um oh all of the other jobs that is not my job um (laughs) you know what oh Okay, so let, let me change the question a little. What yeah. job would you feel that uh, you would be like a total, I don't want to say failure, but would not be, um, you don't feel skilled that this would be awesome, like you would enjoy doing it. Like someone told me waitressing the other day because they're like, I'm clumsy, I drop everything. So waitressing is not for me. Uh, do you know what though? <laughs> I'm thinking like, this sounds egotistical, but I'm a perfectionist Virgo. And I'd be like, I would make sure that I was good at anything like naturally um yeah probably like retail just because I don't like shops I don't like shopping really and I think standing around like I think I just get too antsy and like putting things on hangers (laughs) oh no yeah actually yeah definitely (laughs) any job um in retail like in a shop yeah clothes shop perfect yeah I don't think I could do that either at least not for like more than a day or two or yeah no I appreciate anyone who does it because when I go in and everything's like in size order and everything's nicely hung in the right or I appreciate it so but I, I could do it so what is the first thing you would do if you won the lottery oh I'd probably buy um, a building that I could live in, have a venue in, have an art workshop in, and have like maybe outbuildings or like land that I could host artist retreats on. Yeah. Love that, that idea. Would, yeah, just to have a space where I could just carve out the life you know yeah kind of that live live work all balance like you have have to travel all over well you can still travel but you know it's just kind of all in one area and accommodate you know have people come put them up traveling musicians and then Mm -hmm. 
collaborate together and eat together and perform together. Yeah. Sounds beautiful. So do you have a game plan for zombie apocalypse? No, but well, I have completed all of walking dead. So I'm, I've been like taking notes um, of things to do and things to think about. Um, and actually recently, this is funny. I started with a personal trainer because it really did cross my mind that like, if anything crazy ever happened, I need to be stronger than I am. So yeah, well, I've been, well, I'm really glad that you took notes, (laughs) getting strong and taking notes and walking dead. Yeah. Much better plan than I've had. I've been joining everyone else. I'm like, someone's like, we have everything. We have the food. We have the guns. We have, I'm like, okay, I'm there. Whatever. Just tell me what you need me to do. Oh gosh. Yeah. No, I'm not, not quite there. It's all up here that no, okay. no actual smiling <laughs> has happened. Um, yeah. To be honest, I, I wouldn't last very long, but you know, it's okay. It's okay. I'm right there with you. Yeah. <laughs> tell us what album or albums or artists we should listen to before we die. Um, wow. Um, my friend Kashana, I don't know if you've heard of Kashana, K-Y-S-H-O-N-A. Everyone, everyone should know about Kashana because she is incredible. And her, her album Listen, um, is just a must. It will, yeah, it will really make you think about how you're walking through the world. Really important. Um, what else? Um, are you, I mean, literally just albums that I that I love that I think everyone yeah. should hear. Is that the question? Yeah, absolutely. Like uh, I would tell everyone they have to listen to at least one Dolly Parton album if they've never listened to Dolly Parton. But of course, we know most people have. So right, right, yeah. So Kashana, um, one hundred percent, and yeah, I mean Brandy Carlisle, like she's. Yeah. Just, the best my favorite is bear creek um but but everything's amazing um and um wow this is hard why is it so hard there's so much music i think (laughs) there's so much music yeah yeah Yeah, absolutely well um is are those two okay that's perfect i mean i think brandy has literally the best the best voice like perhaps ever and I know that's really a bold statement because everyone has different characters their voice but she literally has everything and um her and Patsy Cline I think um are the greatest the greatest absolutely Ella Fitzgerald is up there as well and Mm. um, Nina Simone and Oh gosh, yeah. God, don't I, give me. Yeah, okay. So I think it's hard to just pick one. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, yeah, it's hard to pick just one because there are so many amazing people out there in general. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, who would play you in a movie about your life, or who would you want to play you? Ooh, he's so great. This is hilarious. <laughs> um, who would play me? Um, 
Well, this is going to sound, again, egotistical, but like, I really love her, but she also happens to look a bit like me. And that's Gal Gadot. <laughs> that's not egotistical at all. I haven't I mean, want her to play me just because she's awesome. Yeah. I mean, she's awesome, but like, um, yeah, when uh, when Wonder Woman came out, quite a few of my friends sent me um, screenshots saying, is, is this you? And I was like, well, we could be related, but she's my, you know, taller, skinnier cousin, maybe. <laughs> but, you know, um, no, she's awesome. And um, who else? I mean, you just asked for one. So let's leave it at that. <laughs> okay well if you find another one you can always tell me that's fine yeah okay <laughs> oh do you prefer boots or heels boots <laughs> boots with heels boots with heels that works too okay great <laughs> <laughs> um okay so this is a little different in the uk where's wally Where is Wally? I mean, Tigger says five. She she jumped in. Where is Wally? He he is in um, the in the train station. She's in the train station. Yeah, we'll have to find him. Yeah. Gosh. (laughs) Oh. So hypothetically, I could think of something like quick and witty for that. But like, I was like, I don't, I really don't know. <laughs> it's okay. Usually people don't get these weird questions in interviews. I know that. That's why we did them. God, that's, yeah. It's keeping me on my toes. But, um, it, yeah. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. So hypothetically, if I came to you and said, I need to hide a dead body. Do you know a good place? Um. Yeah. Uh, without you know, oh, this is this is crazy. But um, like intact. Like you want to find not like yeah, a like getting rid of a body, but a good spot to put a body. Yeah, maybe, maybe hide the body. I don't know. I mean, there's been all kinds of different things. I've had someone. I, I now see they can put it in. Thought we might be in trouble. Um. Uh, yeah, because, you know, if, if uh, we ever do find a body there, they might come to us first. So and then we'd have a lot of explaining to do. Yeah. Um, well, it, when um, we the beginning of lockdown, um, I redid my I've got a little patio area and it was like an overgrown, horrible garden. It was like a jungle and you could hardly get to my door. Uh, my dad and I like paved it and like it took a while it was just something to do in the lockdown but we found a victorian well that went on forever and ever and uh, we like dropped a stone and it just like never splashed so probably there that sounds kind of scary but yeah that's great yeah just in my it's in my garden that's perfect no one will find him there yeah great <laughs> apart from now everyone knows but yeah right right well hopefully no one goes missing that we know right Right. <laughs> what's the best thing since sliced bread uh, what's the best thing since sliced bread oh my god this is brilliant um the best th- the best thing since sliced bread is um oh come on brain <laughs> good 
That's good. Um, avocado toast, I guess. But that's on that's bread. Great. It's just it's upgraded. Well, it's toasted bread. bread. Yeah. <laughs> you got to toast it and put avocado on it, and then it's it's better. That's perfect. Yeah, I am, I, am, I am that millennial that, um, am I a millennial? I don't know what that means, but I am that yes. person who will pay £15 for avocado toast. <laughs> I just am. And I'm I'm not really ashamed either. So, so you're going to have to come to Florida because like avocados are everywhere here. So like, yeah. yeah I bet they're just delicious. Yes. Well, the ones over here are just, I don't know. Not, not ideal. They are, yeah. So of course, it seems like a lot of times if you go to the stores here, they're from Mexico. And I'm like, what? We're in Florida. We grow them here. Why are we not having more Florida avocados? Right, yeah, yeah. Sure. You would think, right? I probably know where mine come from. And yeah. Um, yeah, that's a whole other, you know, a whole <laughs> conversation about avocados. And, um, I'm not a bad person. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So in your opinion, what's the worst pizza topping? oh anchovies mm. yeah just no no they're just, just anchovies and capers is that's the thing isn't it that people do like both why would you have both um yeah but i i'm also that person who is all for pineapple so who am that's i Pineapples, I, I literally can't have a pizza without pineapple. I will put pineapple on every pizza. And um, I've had a lot of stick for that over the years. I got fully shamed recently in a restaurant for it. And um, yeah, that's not ideal, is it? But there you go. No to oh, anchovy, have- yes to pineapple. We'll have to get you into the big pineapple pizza debate. I think we're going to have a, a final debate and have, you know, the end the the pineapple and the no pineapples because it's one or the other most people don't seem to have that middle it's either or no no i'm all for it so do you have any guilty pleasure music if so what is it yeah um i've i've been known to put you know just disney playlists on is that is that that I think that's cool. That, is, is that something that, that no one knows you really listen to? No, I'm 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 a theatre kid, so I'm like I listen to Disney. That's fine. Yeah, uh, we all listen to Disney. Maybe I mean sometimes sometimes Enigma. Do you remember that like late? Oh yeah, like <laughs> Return of Innocence. <laughs> and like it was it was quite a big thing in my like early teens and like sometimes <laughs> the nostalgia I'm like really fancy a bit of enigma yeah. um and that's a bit that's embarrassing and not no one really knows no. how they do <laughs> well that's yeah. perfect I'm glad you haven't embarrassed you over some music yeah that's awful isn't it oh god okay <laughs> thanks no oh, anytime at what age do you feel that you became an adult I <laughs> not <laughs> I do not feel like an adult still. Um, okay. I don't know. So I feel less, actually feel less of an adult now than I did when, in my like early twenties. I was like with someone and 
moved into a house and was doing all grown up things like having house parties and guests and cooking and getting a cat and <laughs> um, did all of that for like 10 years when I was really young. And then that stopped. And I was like, well, now I have to relive my youth and I'm sort of still doing that. So that's a really tricky one. Basically, I don't really feel like I am an adult. I'm still just roaming around playing songs and trying to figure out what, what I should do. So that's perfect. Yeah. I believe we never have to grow up, but we have to grow old. Exactly. Yeah. I'm with you. Tell us something on your bucket list. Hmm. Well, to to do a, to, a full on tour in America, which since I was literally five years old, that's all really I've ever wanted to do was travel around the states playing music. Um, so that's that's a main one. Which it's happening on um, a small scale in in August. I'm really excited about that. Um, but um, apart from that. I really, really want to go to Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, that sounds eat, awesome. Eat all of the sushi. Yeah. Um, and okay. Yeah, so many, so many. But so when you go, you should call me because yeah, I, I, I'm interested in the whole sushi idea. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I I love it, and I think it's just going to be out of this world over there. Um, mm-hmm. And just for the whole, you know complete culture shock and like I just love yeah I love the idea of Japan so yeah Yeah. beautiful if you could be any person or any position like an accountant a doctor maybe the queen who or what position would you want to be for the day and why oh wow um Hmm. Well, now you said the queen, I've got that in my head, but actually she just, she just works a lot. I don't think she's that, you know, I don't know. I don't don't think I want to be the queen. Um, Yeah. Maybe like, some a-list celebrity not celebrity but like glamorous actress I think that would be fun just to swan around and really ham up that kind of like wear a gown and wear shades and be chauffeured around and literally go anywhere and like yeah that would be kind of cool I guess sounds Um, like fun yeah fun so what do you wish would magically clean itself? The laundry, the dishes, the whole house, the car? Yeah, all of the above. Of the above. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm a clean freak, neat freak. So, yeah, I always just want things to be clean. Um, the oven. That's one I haven't tackled for a while. And every time I'm like, oh, no. And it's just such a horrible job. It's just never easy. And you can never get all the bits. And it's gross. Yeah. 
Yeah. Can you get self-cleaning ovens if you like? You can. You can. Yes. Well, let's go back to that lottery <laughs> question, and I buy myself a clean self-cleaning. <laughs> yeah, with my yeah, with my lottery winnings. Um, if I hit the lottery, I'll definitely buy you one. Just make well, your life easier. You. Very <laughs> kind. It's too kind. Thank you. Well, would you rather cook or order in? Oh, depends on the day but I love cooking actually um but I love ordering in so um probably cook yeah because you know it's just slightly healthier and do you have a favorite meal you like to cook um oh really I'm in a quite um it's quite a new thing this love of cooking I think from in the lockdown obviously we had to to do that and I really had time to spend um and now I'm just in an exploratory phase so I like to do all sorts of things and just make it up and um yeah so but um one thing I do love to do is um my grandmother's from southern India and she taught me um coconut chicken recipe Mm. and um that's my sort of go if I have a dinner party or something I'll I'll pull that one out because it's it's pretty good wonderful I think family recipes sometimes are the best oh yeah yeah there's a few gems that she's taught me over the years but yeah that's my fave so do you have any words of wisdom that you live by and if so what are they yeah there's a I mean there's a few. Um, one really good one, which was when I first heard it, I was like, oh, yeah, that's a new mantra, was um, everything everything you, everything you want is the other side of fear. So that's, yeah, you know, all, all the good things are the other side of fear. So um, that's a good one. Um uh everything is for me is uh the universe is for me and so is everything else is quite uh you know when I when I've got a lot of doubt or I'm fearful or I don't think that I can do something just just to bring that kind of like the you know the universe has got my back and I subscribe to that just just surrendering um to that bigger force or you know the, the yeah. path um I do all of those kind of things in my brain to help me um and yeah there's a few others but I can't think of them right now <laughs> that's perfect okay, yeah, great. I think we all have I think I, I think it just depends on the day and the time sometimes and we're like oh well this is also something I need to use today like you know with those different things that make positivity then, in your life and yeah yeah also you know oh my gosh all of the accounts that I subscribe to on Instagram are just those self-help memes. So I'm just like trying to think, but there's just so many that they've all become like what, like yeah, they go together. Um, but I, I'm not. Yeah. Those two are yeah, pretty good. But um, And everything happens for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's, yeah, that's part of it. Just surrender, you know, that surrendering. Um, yeah. Who shall pass is a nice one. Like, yeah. you know, um, I was just talking about this today. Like, 
the the joy of impermanence like nothing lasts forever so if you feel really bad today not gonna last even though you think it feels like it you it will like it won't so that's good (laughs) that's perfect so tell us what does the rest of 2022 look like for you i know you mentioned a little bit about the tour in the u.s um so do you have any more tour dates in the uk as well for our uk listeners um i have a few more little things coming up in june but i'm just finishing up my um, big uk tour which i've been planning for three years it was rescheduled three times it was due to happen in spring 2020 april may 2020 and then we we redid it for 21 and and now we're finally doing it so um, my last tour dates are just coming up at the weekend um but I'm playing a few things in the UK. All the dates are on, on the website. But um, yeah, Mace, the main thing is is coming to the US and I'm, I'm playing Mile of Music Festival in Wisconsin, first weekend in August, um, and then all sorts of house concerts through through that area and then over in Colorado and Santa Fe. And yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be great. Oh, um, and then probably in the, in the autumn, some more dates, but I don't know where yet. Um, and I'll be focusing on writing new material and, and getting ready for a new recording project. I think it's probably about time to do that. And I, I've got some songs I'm excited to record and yeah, loose plans. I'm quite, I'm quite used to like just keeping plans loose at the moment. Um, those things change. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, definitely. And if you want, we could just kidnap you in, in the fall um, to Florida here and just, yeah, we'll just kidnap you and don't yeah. notice. Yeah. You know what? Um, yeah. Let's just put it out there. I'm going to do um, a little tour in Florida in the autumn. Um, it's yet to be booked, but it's probably going to happen. So that's good. Wonderful. <laughs> oh, it's been a pleasure having you and uh, you are welcome back anytime. And for everyone watching, make sure you go check out the links below. Check out uh, Danny's site and uh, the new song, Little Fictions. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. This is, um, yeah, like the funnest interview I've ever done. And uh, the most challenging too, you know, I'm going to think on my feet, but um, it was super fun. Yeah, so thanks. I'm glad you liked it. Thank you, friends, for joining us for another episode. Have a wonderful day. If you enjoyed today's episode of Crazy Women Country, don't forget to give us a thumbs up. Be sure to click the subscribe button for new interviews weekly. And thank you, friends, for joining us today on Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter.